to this week's edition for the Wise Up TX podcast. This is your host, Azra Siddiqui. As a reminder, Wise Up TX is my platform to inform the South Asian community about Texas and national politics. You can find us on all forms of social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also find our podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. And last but not least, you can listen to us on Coffee Mornings with Aisha on Monday mornings. Don't forget, everyone, let's get educated, let's get wiser, and let's start giving a hoot. All right, folks, uh, today I'm just going to be reminding you the importance of registering to vote for this upcoming 2018 election. It's crazy to believe it's been two years since 2016, and while we've had several elections um, in that time span, I believe this is one of the most consequential ones. Um, since uh, President Trump became president um, and got elected. And um, there's so much at stake for this election. And while I know that there's been a lot of attention on the U.S. Senate race uh, between Beto O'Rourke and Ted Cruz, who, by the way, have agreed to three debates, um, one of them happening this Friday, so and it's in the Dallas area, and it will be... Um, live streamed, I believe, on NBC and on um, their Facebook page. So make sure you're paying attention to that. Um, But there are so many other um, candidates that are on the ballot that will really, really impact you on a day-to-day level. So you may be wondering who that may be. Well, not only are you voting for the next um, senator for the state of Texas that represents you in D.C., you'll also be voting for your House of Representatives that represents Uh, represents you in D.C. as well. And so all of y'all will have um, a vote in that matter because they're elected every two years. So make sure you're also wising up and understanding who those candidates are from both political parties and what their uh, platform is like. Um, Not only that, but we have a lot of statewide candidates running for office, which is why it's really big for the state of Texas, meaning the governor is running for office, the lieutenant governor is running for office, the attorney general, the comptroller who deals with the revenue of the state. You have the ag commissioner. um, You have the um, Texas Supreme Court. Uh, Justices are also running for office, so they're different than the U.S. Supreme Court because they are um, actually elected officials. They are not appointed. And um, you have the land commissioner that's also running for office. So as you can see, there are several statewide um, candidates um, running for office for several uh, positions that affect you more so than what's happening up in D.C. These are the ones that impact state policy. And since you're living in the state of Texas, they really directly impact you. Um, Not only that, but you will also vote for your U.S., I mean, Texas representative that will represent you down in Austin. Those are also elected every two years, so you have the opportunity to make a difference in that election. And last but not least, but some of you all, not everyone, will be voting for the senator that represents you um, down in Austin as well. So that's a lot that's going to be on the ballot. And don't you worry, uh, Wise Up Texas is here in conjunction with Radio Zot to make sure that you understand all the candidates that will be on the ballot and you'll understand um, what they actually do and how they can potentially impact you, which I feel is incredibly important um, for everyone to understand because a lot of times you'll just know a few uh, candidates that are really, you know, hot, 
topics um, from social media and the media and not really understand who the other candidates are and how their impacts can be. So don't worry. We plan to go over that within the next couple of weeks uh, as election time gets closer and we'll have some graphics and uh, blog posts and of course the segments as well. So you will be very well prepared uh, when it comes down to November 6th. So just a reminder, the deadline to register to vote is October 9th. Again, October 9th. So if you voted in the 2016 election, let's say that was the last election you voted in, and you have not moved, your address hasn't changed, then you do not need to worry about registering to vote again. Now, if you have moved, or you just moved to Texas, or you didn't register in 2016, then you need to register to vote. I know there are several uh, mosques, mandirs, temples um, that are that have a booth set up for people to be able to register to vote. Um, if you would like to be someone to become a voter registrar, um, that is an option that is also available to you that you can find online. And I highly recommend that if in case you don't see anyone trying to register people to vote because this vote, as I said, is exceptionally consequential, um, and the South Asian population really needs to get out and vote. Uh, we have not been showing up to the polls, and therefore our voice is not at the table, and therefore politicians do not care about us. So, again, we really need to make sure that everyone is registered to vote so that we can vote in November. Now, a couple of things I wanted to discuss. Um, you may be seeing all the hoopla that's going on with um, Beta O'Rourke and Ted Cruz with that whole election cycle. And I wanted to bring up a point. Um, for many of you, I think many South Asians are rooting for Beto O'Rourke because he signifies probably in inclusivity, um, maybe compared to Senator Ted Cruz. And that is all, um, of course, everyone's own opinion. But I wanted to point out that I think for many South Asians, they are seeing the polls that, oh, it's going to be a close election. They're seeing the voter signs that Beto has more signs in their neighborhood than Ted Cruz's. Um, you may see it on social media. You may see that he's showing up on the Colbert Report and the Ellen Show and that you're thinking Beto work, oh my gosh, like it's going to happen. He's going to win. And while all of that is exceptionally exciting, I just want to reiterate that the data is still very, very much showing that uh, Senator Ted Cruz will still win the election. And you may be asking, okay, what? Wait? How? So one of the biggest things to look at is in March you had the uh, primaries, right? And there was a lot of hoopla that was talked about, oh, well, the Democrats are turning out and this is going to be a blue wave for Texas. And we had I believe the Democrats had about a million votes of voter turnout, but the Republicans showed up on Election Day and surpassed that voter turnout of Democrats by another million. So they had about two million show up to vote. So again, you have that million voter difference. And granted that more people will vote in the November election than they will vote for primaries, that is one big um, signal, I believe, that people need to take into account when thinking that, oh, this is this is all going to pan out for Beto because there is that deficit of who showed up to vote, right? Then there's another, um, you know, really great resource out there called the Texas Politics Project, and they also discussed um, the unlikelihood of Beto Rook actually winning. And um, 
I'm going to quote actually from their study. And so they talk about if we all considered the recent midterm election since 2010, this is another midterm election uh, because there's no president running, um, the average Republican vote total was 2.7 million and uh, the average Democratic vote total was 1.8 million. And so essentially Democrats on average have to make up approximately 900,000 votes to get in the range for a tie in Texas. And so, you know, what would that take? It would, it would take a lot, right? I mean, if you had some of the Republicans that were, you know, not happy with Senator Cruz, um, you'd have to get some of those turned over. Uh, on top of that, Beto would also have to turn out, turn out Democrats at significantly, significantly higher rates than normal. Um, so even under this optimistic scenario, combined with the um, outer bound estimate of Republicans that would go and vote for Beto, this would not necessarily make the numbers match up and become a tie. Beto O'Rourke would still um, be less in votes, and therefore Ted Cruz would still win under this circumstance. So um, the Texas Politics Project essentially concluded that um, for an incredibly optimistic expectation, if you're a Democrat, um, with this data, when experts are asked about O'Rourke's chances at toppling Cruz, they're very cautious in feeding the hype because Beto O'Rourke would need both a momentous shift in voter sentiment and a momentous shift in Democratic turnout. And while that's possible, they think it's not probable. So that's why it's so important to get uh, people out to vote, because for the most part, South Asians have been voting Democratic, um, especially after Donald Trump has been elected president, because they're not liking the vitriol that is coming out, some of the racist remarks, right? So this is why um, I just want you all to realize that, yes, while you see a lot of stuff in your social media bubble, that does not mean it's going to pan out the way that it does just because there's a lot of followers on a Facebook page, just because your newsfeed is full of it, you see signs, you see the TV, the polls. It is still a very, very large uphill battle for Beto O'Rourke to climb. And last but not least, I wanted to give you some data about Texas from the Texas election source, which states in 2014, um, there were more than 9 million registered voters that did not cast a ballot for governor. And another estimated 2.6 million more that could have registered but, but didn't. So a little over 4.7 million, about 28% of the eligible population, voted in that midterm election in Texas. 28% is all that voted in, in 2014 for the governor's election. And now we're here again in 2018, four years later. Are we only going to have 28% vote? I suspect we will probably have a little bit more because there is more hype around this U.S. Senate race. But again, we Texas has one of the lowest voter turnouts in the U.S. We say everything's bigger and better in Texas, but apparently our voter turnout is not. So as you can see, the state as a whole has a lot of work to do. And while I'm not talking about the situations that occur with voter suppression, because that's a whole other topic to be talked about, but even if you take voter suppression into um, consideration, it still does not make up for the fact that we have millions of people not voting that are able to vote, right? And I think that's where that distinction lies. Like you can blame 
voter suppression to an extent, but at the same time, there are so many other voters out there that could be voting but are not voting, and maybe that's due to voter apathy or not knowing who their candidates are, and, and that's where Wise Up Texas is coming in to make sure you understand who is on your ballot, but that we can only do so much, right? We're doing half the job for you. The next 50% of the job is for you to get to the polls. So please, please, please register to vote. The deadline is October 9th and realize that you can actually make an impact um, in so many elections, um, not just the Senate race, not just the governor races, but also those who represent you um, in the uh, state legislature and also up in Congress. And um, if you are living in the following districts, such as Texas 32 Congressional District, uh, which is parts of Dallas, uh, Texas 2, Congressional District 2, Texas Con Congressional District 7, which are parts of Houston, and Texas Congressional 22, which is Sugarland, Pearland, and um, Katie, uh, those have high Asian and South Asian populations. And so your vote can really, really make a difference because in those districts, um, those votes can be exceptionally close. So it is very, very important to really get um, South Asians out to vote for that. All right, folks, I have emphasized how important it is for us to get out the vote. I hope you all will take um, all of this data into account and realize that we only have a couple of days left, right? 30 plus days um, to get people out to vote and, um, well, until early voting, but even less than that uh, to register to vote. So I hope you all will realize that, oh, there's a lot of work to be done and we're kind of short on time. So please remind everyone to register to vote, um, to start wising up, to start listening to what candidates have to say so that everyone knows what's on the ballot and whom they're going to vote for. All right, folks. And um, we will have the, we will be having some more um, interviews coming up soon. So I hope you all will be ready for that. We will also be explaining the candidates and who is on the ballot and what those certain candidates job descriptions are so that you understand the importance of where they work in the government structure. All right, everyone, remember, let's get educated, let's get wiser, and let's get out the vote. Until next time.